Hi, my name is Adam Levine. And this is Kevin. And this is episode 9 of Triple Fry, a podcast created by two guys talking into a microphone. How you doing, Kevin? Uh, you know, I'm doing okay. I uh, was supposed to go to the dentist today and get some dental work done. I, When I was a kid, I got my two front teeth shattered in a playground accident. Ooh. And Yeah, and it's been a constant uh, source of, of dental dental woe ever since then i've had uh, like root canals multiple root canals on each tooth i've had uh you know temporary caps put on i've had permanent caps put on i had braces for a while because of it mm-hmm. um had perfectly straight teeth before it and now in that i would have had perfectly straight teeth if i hadn't gotten smacked in the face with a metal horse <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a couple um weeks ago i noticed that one of them was getting loose and they had to make a new one and, and you know numb me up and everything and i was supposed to get the the replacement crown put on today because right now they, they have to crack off the old one put a temporary one on which is really just plastic mm-hmm. still looks still looks like a tooth but it's it came loose the other day yeah like so, I literally like it's it's like kept kept in there with just like sheer will and a little bit of suction. Ugh. But I was supposed to get it fixed today, and of course they called me a half hour before my appointment, and they were like, "Oh well, can we just do it tomorrow at the same time?" So I'm like, "Okay." And, and my my biggest fear is I'm going to be talking to somebody and it's going to fly out of my mouth, which has happened before, uh, not in this current um, time frame, but like before where I've had like a temporary on because like I had to get reworked or something. So I've had like my front tooth just flies out of my mouth. And then <laughs> I, all I have under it is this little tooth nub that the, that the, then all of a sudden I look like a hillbilly. <laughs> does, does, does the, uh, inflection in your voice change? You know? So I'm like, so anyway, yeah, I, I was, I was, I was going down and checking out my stock portfolio and <laughs> yeah, dad gum, son of a bitch. I'm going to go get my tractor. <laughs> <laughs> your whole outlook on life changes, whatever stock portfolio, you just don't care. Now you're just a farmer. And all of a sudden, I'm wearing overalls. It's really right. strange. Yep. <laughs> no shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Piece of hay stuck through my tooth hole. <laughs> oh. Now I feel bad that I said farmer. We're going to lose all the farmers. I didn't, oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of respect them. So, uh, you know, I mean, they're not they're not uh, the only people I talk about when uh, when we're talking negatively about the, the Midwest. So, uh, so sorry about that, farmers. <laughs> we don't really care about our Midwest audience, but we care about the farmers. I so. do. Salt of the land. The, the, all the thing, everything wrong with America that live in the Midwest, those are the ones we don't like. Yep. So if there's something, if you're in the Midwest and listening to this and there's something right about you, then we're not talking about you. Nope. And <laughs> chances are, if you're not sure if there's something wrong about you, there is. <laughs> Just like if the, every group of friends has an asshole and if you don't know who the asshole is in your group, then it's probably <laughs> you. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's I'm awaiting dental work tomorrow. So that, that's how it is for yeah. me. Uh, how about you, Adam? What's new with you? Um, I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, I'd say, uh, let's see, my folks are coming to visit tomorrow. So uh, well, that's good. I, say hi for me. I will. Um, I will. Uh, I, I've just been cleaning like uh, all evening. So I know uh, that. Yeah. If it wasn't for guests, my house would never get clean. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's one of the, you know, it's annoying, but it's such a great thing. And then it forces you to, to tidy up your life. Like just mm-hmm. and you find shit. You find shit. You didn't know where it was. It's been missing for you know weeks, months, mm-hmm. and then you just you know if you're if you're missing some shit, right? Just invite someone over. Mm-hmm. You'll find it. Don't worry. Oh, I love it. Just I feel like if if you keep your house constantly like you're going to have company, then your most houses would qualify for better homes and gardens. I mean. <laughs> But then as soon as like you have like a two or three week lull, then you go back into the into the sewers with your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's never, never as bad as my apartment was because uh, you have room. Yeah. And I care about this place. 
So, anyway, how about we get into the show? Sounds good to me. Let's dive right in. All right. Hopefully my tooth stays intact. If you hear a plink against the microphone, Ugh. and then I start talking about like about plowing the back 90 acres, then <laughs> you know that something happened. I don't know. That's a different podcast. I'll stick around, though. That's, <laughs> ugh, that is such a fear of mine, losing teeth. So here we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, drop that out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Just to recap the format, we'll have topics that I'll list off in a moment. There's no guarantee that we'll stick to them. We really just use them as a jumping off point. So here's a list of topics that we might be discussing today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Any takers? Okay. Good night, puberty. Oh, God. <laughs> Sketchy thoughts. That's a wide topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor planning. That's an even bigger one. <laughs> and finally, clean. Hmm. I, we're not talking about your house when your parents are coming, right? That would be a spoiler right there. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, so where do you want to begin? Well, I just want to remind the audience that uh, Adam comes up with all of the topics himself and writes them in such a way that I cannot discern his uh, true meanings. So he likes to mask them, and even to this is this is a particularly vague uh, uh, assortment here. Usually, you have give me something a little bit to go on, but these are just wow. Yeah. So I'm just gonna have to just take a take the plunge on one of these. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna save one of these for later because I'm really, uh, really interested in it. Um, I'm gonna start with the question: Any takers? Hmm. Okay. There we go. Any takers? So uh, I was I was in a store, a grocery store, not too long ago, and uh, I came across an aisle. Um, you know, it was it was fairly standard, but. Uh, but something, something caught my eye, and I, I quite literally did a double take. One where I was walking, I stopped, came back, and looked at it only to, like, I, I didn't just see that, did I? <sighs> Cappuccino-flavored potato chips. Finally. Right? <laughs> I mean, I knew, uh, I knew my, my life was missing something, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Thank you, uh, Frito-Lay. Nailed it. According to this commercial that I saw, Lay's had a, a like a name, a create your own flavor, yes, type thing. Yep. Yeah, and like, and definitely cappuccino by far is the weirdest one. There's one that's like, um, like bacon mac and cheese or something. Ugh. Um, which you know, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mango salsa, I think, is one, and yep. one of them is like wasabi and ginger or something. Yep. Which yeah. all three of those, they're savory flavors. Sure. And you know which, what? Which, you know, kind of, are, can get, you know, with a potato chip is fine. Mm-hmm. But then there's the cappuccino, and I'm like, and apparently, who dreamed this up? Just some jackhole. That's the contest. <laughs> That's it. That's, that That was the thing that was lacking. I mean, the, the other three that you described, though, are all things that you could and probably would shove a chip into. Yeah. Like, to, you know funnel food into your mouth like that's what you would use as a conveyance uh, yeah but cappuccino i mean i've been to i've been to starbucks um and i know they sell sell some chips but i just I, I, that, you know in the morning when i if you have a cup of coffee in the morning the first thing i don't i don't go for for potato chips that's, that's definitely relegated to a lunch no uh you know a lunch food or at least a mid-afternoon snack food or, mm-hmm. or mid-morning snack like a coffee break food at least you know you know i think another reason i was so surprised to see it was because i saw it when i was here in uh in new jersey and 
there are parts of the country that are known as test markets. Mm -hmm. And New Jersey is not really one of them. And I've been on road trips and I've been to different parts of the country. And I remember distinctly, I was in a supermarket in the middle of the country and I saw uh, it was potato chips, of course, it was a different brand. And I couldn't find the regular flavors. Like it was to the point where I had, if I really wanted a chip, I had to choose between cheeseburger, which smelled like a McDonald's cheeseburger, which, I mean, that's amazing in and of itself. It's amazing and terrifying. Horrifying. Absolutely. (laughs) And and, and that and like mint. Like they just... Mint? I mean, I guess, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, these chips are kind of, you know, they're good. But they're kind of gross after a while, and, you know, my breath is going to stink. If I could just get a mint, well, wait, hold up. Maybe I could just keep eating potato chips. Because <laughs> I don't want to stop that. That activity I'm, I'm locked into. But, yeah. you know, for the, to freshen up before the next course. <laughs> Especially like if, to cleanse cleanse the palate with a nice mint chip. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna, well, you know, I feel like I can get all of my food, uh, you know, eating in one uh, chip. So let's see if I can start with... Uh, Start with a cheeseburger flavor and then move God, my it's, way. It's like Willy Wonka made potato yeah. chips. <laughs> and wash it down with a cappuccino chip. And, uh, you know, your breath's going to be pretty stank after that, so you're going to need some mint chips. Well, so so they've already got the cappuccino chip, so where's the bacon and eggs um, chip? And uh, maybe maybe some sausage or scrapple chip? Yeah, well, the fact that you even said it, now it'll happen. Well, I think we just need to eat our way through the day. I mean, they have dill pickle chips, uh-huh. and, and now they got the cheeseburger. That makes it, that dill pickle chips and a cheeseburger, that's a really nice lunch, right? Like, you could round out your whole day. Exactly. And who needs liquids? I mean, you already got the cappuccino in yeah. the morning. So yeah. let's go for like uh, maybe Dew. a Coke. Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew or Coke. Yeah. Be good. I mean, Coke will put their shit on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they, would, they wouldn't They would do a cross. They wouldn't let Frito-Lay get a hold of their formula. So Coke would have to make their own chips. Yeah. So then at dinner, what do you have? Like a steak chip, maybe a baked potato chip. Well, a baked potato chip. I think they already have those. So we're already, we're, we're getting close to a full meal of chips. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you need some fruits in there. So uh, you got an get apple ma- chip, apple chip, and the mango, and and I don't mean like an apple chip, like made Dry, from apples. an apple dried to a chip, and that, no. that's that's worthless. No, no, that's a piece of crap. I'm I'm talking like the real deal, where you f- put some flavor crystals all over the the lovely potato, yeah, uh, enhanced potato. Now what what I wonder when these companies come up with these stupid ass ideas of what to to try to sell everyone. What do they look for in a town or an or a location in order to say that? They're, they make them a test market. Like what? That's a good. What makes an area attractive to an advertiser? We're like, you know what? They'll eat any shit that we pile into their mouths. <laughs> um, they look like they don't give a fuck. That's let's a just, good. Let's just pump them full of garbage. That's a good point, man. I mean, I would think that you would look for obesity, <laughs> um, low IQ, low average income. Yeah, lack of teeth. So be careful, dude. <laughs> so, but it's really funny because, you know, a, a very stereotypical state to make fun of is, uh, is obviously is New Jersey. Yeah. Um, but then it's like when, when the, the New Jersey is too discerning, their tastes are way too refined. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we could try it in New Jersey. Not New Jersey. Those ritzy bastards. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the malls that they have there in New Jersey? <laughs> 
No, not New Jersey. Do like do you think like these like executives like drive through these tiny little towns and they just see like some idiot like just like staring at like a fire hydrant for twenty minutes <laughs> and then he's like, Yep, this is the perfect place <laughs> to unleash the cotton candy potato chip. <laughs> I don't know why, but as as you said that, I pictured just some other dude just standing near him, licking an ice cream cone. It falls onto the floor. He picks it back up, starts licking it again. The guy in yep. a suit just goes, perfect. <laughs> and the next the next week, they have street ice cream potato chips. <laughs> Oh, is it? Uh, it's it's vendor vendor street ice cream. No, no, no. <laughs> it's got it's got real chunks of gravel in it. It's got some gravel, some glass from a broken beer bottle. <laughs> Just like Mama used to make. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't have to drop my ice cream on the street. <laughs> I can get it into one convenient chip. Like, do people just hate the flavor of potatoes so much that they're just gonna put whatever they like all this garbage on it too? <laughs> it's uh, and 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 why why potato? Why was that the, you know? Why is that? Why is that the vegetable that got that everyone decided was the chip? Yeah. Why is that not just the chip? Why is that the base for all chips? That's that is well. I mean, because there's really only. I mean, th- yes, you could go. You could go to the grocery store and find lots of different things. But there's really only two chips, right? There's mm-hmm. the tortilla, and then there's the potato chip. Yeah. And of course, tortilla is way is you know vastly outnumbered by the potato chips. It is, but I feel like the 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 tortilla is at least steeped in just deep history. Yes. Yes. It's it's a it's a staple food of a certain culture. Yeah. Which, well, I guess technically now, now potato the chips potato are. chip is the staple food of our shitty culture. It totally is. It totally is. But um, yeah. So what? At what point did the and the, and you know what's really, really, really fucks me up? And and don't get me wrong, as I actually enjoy this product because mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm a little bit trashy. It's fine. That's you know I'm well, yeah, I mean, refined as I come off on this radio program. Sure. I mean, you're, I mean, look, you. You told us up front, your tooth is like, you know, hop, skipping a jump away from your mouth. That's right. <laughs> so, but, um, so there's potato chips and there's also potato crisps. And potato crisps would be like Pringles, which if you really look at them are really just mashed potatoes that are reformed and dried out into a chip form. Yeah, my God. I never even processed that. You're right. But that's what they are. They are, they are dried, f- baked mashed potatoes. They, they take the potatoes, grind them up in a mush. <laughs> you know, and they cause that's why they're perfectly formed every single one. So that's well, like yeah, yeah. somebody looked at the potato chip and then they chewed it up and spit it out. <laughs> they're like, there we go. That's what it should be like. Well, it sounds like it sounds like, yeah, some, someone's kid got into potato chips, vomited them, didn't know that that happened. <laughs> they dried on they had throw up on a leather couch and it dried up and they peeled it off. It dried up and they weren't gonna do anything about it till company was coming. They were like, Oh shit, we gotta clean, they find it. It comes off in one big sheet. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and they salt it and cut it up. And, and they salt serve it. it to their guests. At that, <laughs> at that point at that point they picked it off the couch and thought, Waste not, want not. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, these were only half digested. I mean, it'd be a shame <laughs> to throw them out now. <laughs> Obviously, they took the, the potato chip and they were like, well, it's just not stackable, I guess. Because, I mean, really, what is the advantage of a Pringle? It's just not stackable. Yeah. Like, what's the advantage between a, a Pringle and a regular potato chip is the Pringles are uniformed. Yeah. But regular potato chips are less so. So, like, there's it's packaging. So, like, they're really just chewed up potato chips that just stack <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. So they you know can how, be the people who so they can be the ones who sell the potato chips and the uh, tennis ball tubes. Yeah, 
You know how ridiculous you look if you take two regular potato chips and try to do duck face with it? Oh, yeah. You, you look, you look kind of like a duck face that got melted in acid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would look ridiculous. Thank you, Pringles. <laughs> oh, man. The world of potato chips. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still imagining that test market town. Because it's not just potato chips, obviously. It's like it's everything, man. There is a town in Ohio. I don't remember the name of it. Um, I've, I've heard about it. And I've seen something on Food Network that has like every fast food restaurant in the country is in this one town. There had to be an overwhelming reason why all these companies latched on to either that town or towns like it. Right. Yeah. So like even stuff that doesn't cross like this side of the Rockies. So like you know In and Out Burger, which sure. apparently is really good, and 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 stuff like that. That's stuff uh, or that's, Del Taco. Stuff that's not anywhere else on on like the East Coast or yeah, stuff that's complete. You're saying like literally every chain was like, well, we don't have a store anywhere in the state, but we should put it in this town. Yeah, because it's considered like the test market town. Of t- it's the it's the town that you test your your products out at. Weird. I was watching this this little thing on Food Network, and it didn't really go into why this town. I mean, maybe it did, but I just don't remember it. Right. But I'm just sitting there thinking, and remember every time there's an election year, how yep. much they always talk about what's Ohio going to do? Yeah. They get, I was just thinking that when you said it was in Ohio. Because what else does Ohio have a claim to fame as? I mean, just that everyone bases all of their opinions on whatever people think in Ohio. So for some reason, the state of Ohio really shapes our country in more ways than just the the, the swing of politics in the Electoral College, whether or not the uh, McRib's going to come back yeah. or not. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Ohio. Uh, thanks for unleashing that shit storm on us. Or whatever new way that Taco Bell can arrange the meat and the cheese and the tortilla. <laughs> Maybe they'll eat it, digest it, and then puke it up, and then just dry it. <laughs> and stack it. And stack it. <laughs> it's the Pringles model. So if nobody in Ohio bought this stuff, then we wouldn't be subjected to it. Yeah, there's. It seems like it seems like anything you've ever eaten. Oh, so you mean like the like the Doritos Locos thing? That was Ohio's fault. Sorry, Ohio, <laughs> oh, Ohio's state slogan. We're sorry. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's that's quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have we have four more beautiful sounding topics I'd like to hear about. So I really want to move on to uh, poor planning. Okay, so uh, sounds good. We'll do some poor planning. No, I've done plenty of poor planning in my day. <laughs> yeah, so I was in a, uh, a bookstore uh, not long ago, and I was just browsing. I was I was walking around and wandered into the self help section. <laughs> Always fun. Yeah. You know, and, and they've got the uh, the Idiot's Guide series, you know, they've got the, the something, you know, whatever for dummies, you know, the blank mm-hmm. for dummies, fill in, you know, it doesn't matter. And I get it, you know, it's simplifying a topic and, and making it digestible for Joe Schmo or the, you know, the lay person. Um, and I will, I've actually purchased a couple of those series. I, I've, I've stayed away from the for dummies. I've gotten the complete Idiot's Guide, though, because... I don't know. Sometimes they break stuff down and have nice little graphics and stuff that makes things digestible. That's fair. That's fair. And, you know, and I, so like I said, I understand that, you know, the need for it and, and, you know, the kind of the good that it can do. Um, but I guess I just, I happen to, I happen to stumble upon one that I thought to myself, maybe we don't need it for this. Maybe we don't. And And even though I understand the complexities, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. But it was um, 
The Idiot's Guide... It was the complete... I apologize. The Complete Idiot's Guide to Adoption. (laughs) Volume 2. I think you should just open the page and just say, don't. Just don't. Uh, If you are a complete idiot, please do not adopt children. I... I just and I, again, like I said, I get that it's a it's a it's a difficult process. I've never been through it. I can just you know I just know. Well, I've what heard I know. horror stories about it. But. Yeah, but but at the same time, it's just targeted at the wrong people, in my opinion. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna say like you said you were in the self help aisle. I thought you were gonna say like the uh, like the complete idiot's guide to self esteem. <laughs> it's like, we're already calling him an idiot right there on the cover. <laughs> that's, I mean, but that's what I think about, man. Like, they're just, and, and, and you got to figure, you know, is someone over there thinking about that? Probably not. They're just, I yeah. mean, cause that's their, that's their brand. So like they, they want to push it. You know, what's, what's what I, I never really realized when that, that series first came out and I got it, I, I, I figured it out not to, not, you know, after looking at a couple of them is that they're like, even though it's, that's the brand, like they're written by completely different people. Like they get an expert in whatever the field is to write the book. So it's like, why my thing is, is why it's not like there's like this, like little, this little um, cadre of, of writers that work under this company. So they're actually outsourcing this stuff saying, Hey, you, you're a doctor of whatever. And, or like, Oh, you know how to play the piano really well. So you're not an idiot. Yeah. So you know how to play this. So you, why don't you write this book for us? So I'm like, why don't these people just write regular books? Why do you need to like do this complete (laughs) idiot's guide? You know what I'm saying? I do. I know what you're saying. I guess, I mean, you know, I guess the the argument that the um, that the complete idiots <laughs> would use is that uh, they go to great lengths to um, cultivate those those people who maybe otherwise weren't considering writing their own books. I don't know. I, and maybe it's maybe they they have a copyright on like the format of like the infographics and the little helpful tips they put in the margins and everything. Do and they? I, I mean, they definitely all. Even though they're all written by completely different people who are experts in whatever field they're writing on, or at least supposed experts, is they do all kind of have a same aesthetic when you open the inside of them. Right. So I guess maybe that format is kind of com is is complete idiots brand or yeah. for dummies brand do you and those are two different brands do you which that's america right there um mm-hmm. summed up you know it's so like let's is they're sitting there in the, in the aisle and you're like what i consider am i a dummy or am i a complete idiot <laughs> 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 which one speaks to me <laughs> and then you flip it over to the back and there's a test there's like you know a five question quiz to figure out whether you're a dummy or an idiot one of them is a picture of a hole in the ground that says, is this your ass? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hmm, I don't know. Is that my ass or a hole in the ground? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a good point. And then I would imagine, it, at least early on, it was probably a tough sell to get authors on board because you're saying, you know, it's the complete idiot's guide. So one would think it was written for and by a complete idiot. What's really funny for me is that I think if you like, I think I'd maybe have three of these books for different subjects. Um, 
and I believe that I'm brand loyal to the complete idiots guide. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you have it. You're a complete idiot. You're no dumb. I, I guess. I guess. I guess you're. I guess you're admitting to the world what you are when you buy one of these books. Yeah. Well, I guess you know to that to that end. Uh, my mother let me uh, borrow buying a house for dummies. So. Okay, so you're a dummy and I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> well, no wonder our show's so awesome. <laughs> we, we cover the spectrum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so beyond the fact that it's for complete idiots. Beyond that, yeah. They're saying, and now here's how you can easily acquire a child. <laughs> Do you think it's volume two because they messed up the first time? <laughs> You open the first page, so like, so you failed on your first attempt at getting a child. <laughs> Don't worry, we didn't, we didn't think you would actually make it. You're a complete idiot. <laughs> do you think? Do you think the later chapters it starts to get desperate and it starts to lay out plans for a kidnapping? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it just dressing up animals? <laughs> Yes. How to pretend your cats are your children. <laughs> Living in denial. Or trying yourself to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Why would you need a second volume? Like, wouldn't you, like, was the first one incomplete? Well, that's, that's the question, right? Like, what what didn't they put into the first one that they required? Not just, like, an addendum. But that's the thing is, for me, if it's called volume two, like, it's not second edition. That an edition would would imply that they've updated some information. That it's like it's more current. <laughs> but a volume means that this is like continuation of of the information. You know, yeah. that's that's what it means to me. You know, it's like oh, yeah, yeah. we've you've read everything in the first one, so here's the second one. Right. So like, do you think a complete idiot <laughs> who was buying this, they buy the first one, <laughs> and they like get to the end, and it's like. What? But, but it didn't tell me how to get a child. <laughs> like, no, idiot. No. Buy, second, go buy the second part. Well, you know what? To be fair, to put all that information into one book, if it required, you know, if, if, if it could fit into two, putting it all into one, what idiot is really going to read a book that long? That's very true. I mean, are we going to, I mean, I haven't bought one of these books in a long time either. Like, if these are complete idiots, like complete, yeah. complete idiots. It doesn't say the idiot's guide, right? Yeah, it's complete idiot's guide. Complete idiot's guide. So, com so do you think for now all of them are two volumes and the first volume of each one of these books is how to read? <laughs> No, because that you have to you have to buy uh, the brain dead schmucks version. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know we should start the brain the brain dead schmucks guide. The brain dead schmucks guide to life. The first half of every single book is a reading primer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is an A. <laughs> what what sound does the doggy make? Yep. <laughs> How to dress yourself. <laughs> How eating works. Yeah, and then so it's basically how to live as a human being, and then you finally get to the topic of whatever the book actually <laughs> is you, titled, and then you need the second volume. Yep, that's what this. And then now that you're now now that you've got yourself out of bed and showered, <laughs> time to adopt the child. <laughs> volume two just starts with how to do it. They are complete idiots. Volume two is how to do it. Volume one, how to join society. <laughs> 
<laughs> because what? Because you know what happened? <laughs> a complete idiot tried to adopt a child. <laughs> they invited a, an adoption, one of those adoption service people, over to their house to like interview them, and they were just like running around in their underwear, like crawling <laughs> on the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I like meatballs. <laughs> Chapter 7, How to Hold a Fork. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 4, Your feces are not a plaything. <laughs> Chapter 6, Pants and You. <laughs> oh. Do you think, though, but, you, you know, these are, they're also, they're relatively... I mean, they're not expensive books. I mean, they're, you know, like 15, 16 bucks, depending on what they, you know, what they are. Uh, how big they are and most sure. of them are usually maybe like 200 pages or so do you think that there's people out there who bought the first one and like just don't have the money to buy the second one and they just fail uh, look and they're they just, <laughs> they're standing there with this adoption <laughs> these adoption uh, applications they're like just crying i don't know what to do <laughs> i bought the book and everything i just want a baby i just want a baby Oh, uh, well, I'd like to think, though, that um, regardless of the uh, regardless of the person buying those books to, to, to adopt a child, I'd like to think that the vetting process is stringent enough that um, they won't get a child if they're, say, a complete idiot. I would hope that if someone bought that book and then applied to adopt a child, there should be their name should already be on a list that they bought the complete <laughs> idiot's guide for adopting children, uh, and it's an automatic no. It's 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 like it's like when you go to get like a like like allergy medicine over the counter now you have to you have to give your driver's license. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're not a meth dealer. So you're not a meth dealer or a complete idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to adopt a child. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We see here that on August 19th, you actually went to Barnes & Noble and purchased the complete idiot's guide to adopting a child. So this isn't going to work out. No! That is the vetting <laughs> process right there. That's it, right there. They just do a background <laughs> check on you to see whether or not you've bought this book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I guarantee, I don't, I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but I guarantee you that there's got to be a book that says the complete idiot's guide to, to infant care. I guarantee it's. I mean, I uh, yeah. I, I'd put money on that. Well, because you know, it's that a, there's... because um, infant care is is a thing, and so is um, that series of books. And there's two and so things idiots. together. <laughs> and idiots are a thing. <laughs> and idiots are a thing. So why wouldn't there be a book on that? Oh God. Wouldn't you feel weird if you were a child growing up and like you like because you know your parents keep oh books God. around for a while and you oh like you God. go into your parents like library or study or whatever in their and their office did, yeah and you see the complete idiots guide um, for like adoption and then infant care and then right. like, you know the t- like the f- raising a child and stuff and you're like my 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 parents are fucking idiots <laughs> well what's worse what's worse whether if you if you take that same scenario and you knew you were adopted versus not knowing you were adopted like that's oh. and that's how you find out you were adopted through using the complete idiots guide <laughs> from the complete idiots guide to adopting Just go mom dad i don't i don't think you're qualified to have me <laughs> oh Man. And if there's a worksheet in the back, and if they filled it out, and it's just drool, <laughs> just drool <laughs> on it, chicken scratch, chicken scratch, and gum. <laughs> they have a checklist in there, like what kind of baby do you want? <laughs> there's a squashed M M&M and M there. 
<laughs> like dark baby and it's all scratched out <laughs> oh my lord <sighs> well <Yeah. laughs> i'd like to move on to something else let's do sketchy thoughts okay so not long ago i was uh at the office and someone was looking to uh rent an apartment and they were just kind of stressed out because they couldn't find um, a place that they that they really kind of liked. And, and I say that because um, the thing that they kept encountering was areas that were perceived as unsafe. So uh, this person made a remark saying, man, I wish that you could take like Google Maps and develop an app for Google Maps that would just pinpoint all ghetto areas and then I would just avoid them when I'm looking to figure out where to live. I've heard I've heard something like that with um uh back with like with with GPSs and stuff. Like there are people who kind of wax poetic being like, well wouldn't it be great if they could like avoid bad areas or high crime areas? Yeah. Someone else had that thought and uh it actually went ahead and did it. And they created an app and it's called Sketchy. And it is an app specifically designed with neighborhoods in mind that if you go and you look up the neighborhood, it'll let you know what the crime was. And it'll also let you know, like, um, it's based on user-generated content. So someone will be like... That's the problem right there. <laughs> ah, so someone will be like, I was mugged here. You, you might not want to live here. And what's happening is... Um, People are calling it racist. Okay, I can I can totally see that. And and what's not helping the case is if you go to like a press page to see the two people who created this app, um, they couldn't be whiter and they couldn't look more snooty douchey. Oh, like the Winklevoss twins type thing. It's it's a it's a it's a dude and a chick, and their their arms are crossed on their chest and they're and they're uh, smirking. And they're leaning up against each other back to back in front of a brick facade. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like the, the I feel like you. I can just see a headline underneath people doing it. It's like tech hotshots start you know, new startup. Or yes. I w- and I was so ready to defend this app by saying, why is it racist? Look, if it's pulling crime data and statistics from an area and the, the crime data says that there are higher el- elements of crime in this area versus this part that has lower crime elements that right there just tells you maybe you shouldn't live there and 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 as long as the stats don't say things like well there's uh there's a lot of black people and uh, a lot of latino people but uh you know not a lot of white people don't live here like as long as there's no race involved and it's just crime stats that's one thing but even even with that sentiment and then learning things like yeah you know there's like user-generated comments and shit and i'm sure that's not helping after I saw after I saw that photo, uh, there's no way it's not racist. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, we got to talking, and we were imagining, you know, what what the counter argument would be from those that 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 dude and that chick uh, to defend their app and, and that it wasn't racist. And uh, you know, we got to thinking that maybe they were, you know, saying things like, uh, you know, uh, I just uh, I just really. Um, I'm looking to find a place I could live, but I really don't like loud music 
specifically like rap music. I don't like rap music. <laughs> if I could just find an area of town that would let me live there peacefully and quiet, it's not racist. Okay, take a photo. Snap. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember um, that David Cross bit? Um, but he talked about when he grew up in a, a town in Georgia where they were his the, the people would say like it's it's safe here. It, it's 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 safe here. He's like, which basically meant because it was white. He's like, it stays whiter. It's, it's white out. It stays white out late at night here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same thing. It really is. It's you know, honestly, if I could just find an app that would let me, you know, because I I want to live in an area. I just don't like. I don't like basketball. <laughs> That's all. I, you know, it's a sport. I just don't like basketball and 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 baggy jeans. You know, I like I like I like seeing in the neighborhood. I like it when jeans are pulled up. If I could just find an area, it's not racist. <laughs> okay, picture time. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I just want to live in an area where most people own cars and don't need taxi cabs <laughs> to get around. It's not racist. I'm no, not racist. Not at all. <laughs> or if they they have to take taxi cabs, they're taking taxi cabs to like restaurants and not their job. You know, <laughs> if I could just find a place that had like um, grilled chicken. You know, I like grilled chicken. You know, I'm not I'm I'm, I'm a health nut. I just don't like it when there's a lot of fried chicken around. <laughs> I'm not racist, okay? I'm not racist. I just need an app to help me find a, a, a nice place to live. What is up with that whole, like, the arms across the chest and back to back with somebody? Like, what? what is that? It's, it's, it's classic 80s pose. What, what is that? Like, let me guess. Is this, is this picture also slightly at an up angle? Like, it's a little bit lower than them and kind of up angled at them? Have you seen it? No. Oh. But kind of. I mean, it's because <laughs> because I can picture it in my mind. Like, yeah, th this well, picture uh, has been taken a million and one times, especially when they're they're very much not being ironic. Oh no, no. But it's. It, I feel like it's. I feel like they really do it a lot with like designers and and web like web designers or actual designers. Like it's. I feel like it's when there's a new somebody on the block like somebody who's not an established talent within whatever field it is right that's how they portray them right well that, that's actually a good point are they in like street are they in like casual clothes too um yeah i mean they're they're not know. wearing like suits and ties and stuff uh, like that you know and honestly like, from my memory maybe not because i can't recall what what they're wearing i mean I, i'm, I'm just, sure they're probably remember. because because you're the thing they want to it's like is this what what the media says like oh this is what this is when you're like a plucky young computer programmer, a plucky young game designer, a right. plucky young, you know, like, right. that's what, you you cross your arms, you smile, you lean back against your friend, and you, yeah. you and you have to make them look large by having the slight upward angle of the photograph. Dude, and 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 this isn't just for, for things like that, like, for new show, like, TLC, um, if, if you ever watched, like, a, a promo, or if you're flipping around, and they, they have these, like, uh, you know, New on TLC is who who gives a shit, whatever show. And then they have, like, the promo ends with the logo of the show. And then really small in the corner is a cutout, like, you know, of, of someone who walks in from the show, walks into frame, turns, looks at, like, either their partner or the logo, crosses their arms and smirks. Done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love it. It's not smiling. It's definitely a smirk. Oh, no. There's nothing genuine about what they're told to do. <laughs> you know, the other night I was watching um, 
uh, like Modern Family comes on USA in like big giant chunks now all of a sudden. Okay. Um, and I, I, I enjoy Modern Family, and I'm, there's not a whole lot of primetime shows on right now, especially because like that a lot of the new seasons haven't started. So we're kind of in like this like weird like no man's land of television right now. Right. Um. So I had it on, and I I that's the I think I don't think I've watched USA in years, and I I saw the very first celebrity um reality show that I've ever seen where I had no clue who the people were. Like I've heard about other reality shows. <laughs> right. That are that are because I mean there's reality shows obviously that are like more like that are actually more like game shows like Big Brother Survivor right. or that that right. kind of bullshit and right. then there's always those there's a celebrity ones like the Kardashians I know who they are because I saw Kim get banged by that guy and then <laughs> you know and um you know like the the Osbournes and and um, Gene Simmons knows best sure. or whatever the hell so like I, I I never watched any of them but I knew I know who they are right and this one was called. I'm, I'm going to be getting this wrong. I think it's like Chrisley knows best or something. And I have no, it's like the Chrisley family. And it's like these two, these rich people, they're all white and blonde and, and, and pretty. But like the father is like super Southern effeminate. Like, oh, y'all, that those, that outfit is not working. Mm-mm. And like his wife. And it's like, I'm, I'm like, what, who the, who are these people? Like, Jeez. I don't know if this means no. that I'm just completely out of touch or like it's on USA. So maybe they're not that famous. Yeah, maybe it's a, if you said it was on like Bravo, um, I'd be out of touch, but at least it'd be more relevant. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think, I think like, you know, you're, you say in USA, you sure it wasn't on like CMT. I, I promise you it was USA. All right. Were they were they characters? Oh, they were wacky. You know, like there's he has like a teenage daughter and she's like has on some outfit and he's like, mm mm, that ain't working for you, honey. And I'm like, uh, oh my god, this guy's gay. Is that the joke? Is that why we're watching them? <laughs> that it's like this gay guy has this family and he's rich, and, like, and, he, and no one knows or no one cares because they're blinded by the money and they think it's okay that, that he he's repressed. He's obviously fathered children. At least I guess he's fathered children. I mean, I saw like I saw the promos, but right. It's it's just so weird. I'm like the Chrisleys. I'm like, who the hell are the Chrisleys? And I I bet you if I look them up, they probably own like, like you know, some kind of like product or something like Ray Ban yeah. sunglasses or something like right. that. You know, but I'm like, who the fuck do why the fuck do I care? Like they don't just give out reality shows to rich people. There's a lot that there's a lot of that. Why the fuck do I care? And and you're right. There's actually a handful of like other rich ass families like that follow the Kardashian mode, but don't have the Kardashian name or status behind them. Like Kardashians, everyone got mad at first because they were like, man, they're famous for being like just nothing. They're just not, they're nothing. Why are they famous? It's like, well, at the very least, her father was famous from like the OJ trial. Yes. Yeah. And that was a, that was a definite thing. And she got famous from banging a dude. Like at least there was, (laughs) she got famous for banging a dude. (laughs) I'm just saying, at least there was the smallest inkling of reason behind. And obviously, you know, they're attractive, right? And and then once you follow that show, you get like Bruce Jenner, who, you know, that was a big deal in the 80s. And now he's back and looking, looking horrific. <laughs> yes, he looks like a Thundercat. And 
it's panthro it is it's it's like it's, or tigra it's, it's 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 one of their retarded cousins it's not working for them but um, but now but you know now you've got these these friggin you know just like the shahs of sunset strip well i don't know that one either who's what i don't know I never give a shit enough to watch it but i'll tell you i'll tell you what i don't know I'm sure if, like, you know, like, my wife, I, I think she knows who it is. But it's the kind of thing that, like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, they own they own half of whatever, you know, establishment. You know, oh, they, they own all of the all of the macaroni grills. You know, you're just like, okay. But again, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's because the thing that was so attractive about, I guess the Osbournes was, like, the first real one of these. Was like, oh, you know what? You knew this guy. You could you go up with listen to his music. Um, so here's like a little peek into his life of what his day to day life is. Right. And it was like, it was wacky. And it was getting closer to celebrity because he was an established celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because our culture is obsessed with celebrities. Right. But now we're taking people who aren't even celebrities. Right. All they do is have money. Right. So the next step, well, n- not even like I was going to say the next step is to just take, you know, average people and just film them. And I'm like, well, you know, they're doing that already. <sighs> Somebody had to. Somebody actually had to explain to me Duck Dynasty the other day. That's fascinating. First of all, they're like in their like their fifth season, highest rated show in the country. What? I never even heard of them until like last year. Yeah. And like I did, somebody had to explain to me like, oh well, what's I'm like, well, what's so great about? Them? I'm like, oh well, they make duck calls. I'm like, oh, so it's a bunch of like crazy hillbillies. Like, yeah, and they're like multi millionaires. I'm like, oh yeah, what? Oh yeah. Like they were multi millionaires before this show even came on. Yes. No. 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 That's why they have the show. Because they they made a fortune, a fortune off of these duck calls, an empire, man. Oh, and then they and then they go out and they do hillbilly crazy things, and they all have giant beards and yep, and they're um, and they're and, characters. Are they really characters, or are they just made into characters? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's where I get off the give a shit train. Yeah, I I got off that train a while ago. Yeah. Let's get off of this train and get onto another train before we're we're we run out of time here. All right, we. Uh, Do you think we have enough time to squeeze in one last one? Let's give it a shot. All right, I I gotta see see Goodnight Puberty or like hear what Goodnight Puberty is all about. Okay, all right. I feel like I feel like if we didn't go there, you would just your head would explode. <laughs> so, uh, Goodnight Puberty, as we do in this show quite often, um, talk about the strangeness of advertising. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a it is a, a, an endlessly baffling topic. It is, and I'm sure we'll continue to do that over the uh, the course of uh, the life of this show, because I can't avoid it. And um, well, because they know, shove it down your throat everywhere you go now. Right, but I feel like I feel like you and I look at things like like advertisements from a slightly different perspective than the general public. I think I think we think about them more than you're supposed to. Probably. You know, that's probably what it is, is we, we linger too long and then we're, we question things and then it hurts our brains. and then we Yeah, most people are like, I'm not interested, I'm moving on. Right. I don't care about the product 90% of the time, but they, that I just think about it just slightly harder than I should and it breaks my brain. Then you see all the holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what happened recently was I was in a store and uh, I saw, I, I, I don't know, I wound, I wound up in the... Um, Sort of like the baby aisle, um, mm-hmm. and the, you know, I I just passed the the huggies and diapers and and things like that, and made 
I guess, made my way up that aisle. And the next thing that was there were um, the brand Goodnights, which, uh, if you're not familiar, it is a brand specifically made for slightly older children that are not quite teenagers and not quite little, little kids who need diapers. They're just kids from probably the ages of, like, Five to twelve that wet the bed, like not toddlers. So like no tweens. Is that the tween thing? I guess it's the tweens or right before the tweens. Well, because tweens is before they hit thirteen. I think the tweens are actually like ten to twelve. So it's like pre-tween and then tween. (laughs) It's pre-tween and tween. It's in that range. What we're talking about here is not that this exists as a product because frankly, I've known about this for a while. I've seen like commercials uh, on, on television for it where. It's just, you know, look, I mean, their slogan isn't shit happens, but it's what it is. It's it's sometimes kids, you know, have accidents or they don't grow out of wetting the bed. And instead of like getting rubber sheets, well, I sometimes guess, kids have problems. Right. You know, it's it's whatever it is. And these are diapers for older kids to make that transition so that. And they're just for nighttime, too. Right. Right. Exactly. If something should happen during the night. We got you covered. So to that point, um, they need photographs of children happy and enjoying the product. Using their product. Right. <laughs> and, you know, thankfully, uh, the people who do the marketing there uh, deemed it not necessary to do a full body shot. Thankfully, it's just like, you know, them like sitting up in bed, just smiling and happy. Like, just, uh-huh. you know, everything's going great. Um, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. So they're sitting up and smiling, inf- but you have to infer that they're using the product. <laughs> you have to, you do, but using the product doesn't have to mean that you're using it to its fullest purpose. Because I'm just picturing the fact that this kid wakes up smiling in a urine-soaked diaper <laughs> and is like, but they have a smile. Like, well, at least it's not in the sheets. <laughs> it, which, if you really think about it, it's really just for the parents at that point. Because, like, your kid is just sopping wet and just their own mess all night. But at least you don't have to clean the sheets. Exactly. <laughs> or because I can't imagine a kid would put these on and then have a big grin on their face because they're wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was embarrassed when I had to wear a night brace. I can't imagine if I'd have to, you know. There's nothing but shame attached to these, right? Kind of, right? And that, and that's, and I'm sure that's what they're trying to play down. Um, and so I saw, you know, there's the for him and for her, and the for him, the kid looks like he's probably like, you know, seven, eight years old. Loving life, you know, having mm-hmm. a good time. Loving wearing a diaper to bed. Sure. When all of his friends haven't done that in about five years. <laughs> sure, sure. The the for her, the, the, the girl they tapped for that, she's probably about closer to 12. Oh, my God. But the thing that I guess um, uh, threw me off was maybe next time you go for the photo shoot, tone down the makeup. What? Kind of made her look like older than 12. And she shouldn't be wearing makeup and a diaper unless it's an ad for Depends. <laughs> so they made her up to look like a whore? <laughs> not, and not that much, okay? Not that much. But when you have the two next to each other, the for him and for her, and the for him, the kid looks like he's like eight. And she looks like she's like 15, 16. Oh my God. Something ain't right here. 
Maybe just play it down. Maybe take off the rouge. I don't know. Maybe pull back the Photoshop a tad. Maybe maybe you don't need the uh, stereotypical attractive look. Like, it could just be a kid. So it's a girl who's not only peeing the bed, but also getting her first period at the same time. <laughs> and she couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, and you know, uh, when, when, I, when I talked about this with uh, with my wife, uh, she, she mentioned that. She was like, you know, girls have their period at 12 sometimes. And that's like, you know, this is, and I'm like, this is not for that this is not what this product is designed for i'm sure that at that age you know great it serves as a double purpose but it's it's not aimed at kids getting their period it's aimed at kids wet in the bed and maybe maybe even just go i mean just go with a younger kid on the box period yeah that's what i'm saying just why didn't they pick a girl of equivalent age to the the boy i don't know i don't know are they trying to say the girls wet the bed longer? Like statistically, they go longer in their lives with a higher chance of wetting the bed in their into their teen years. I don't know. I don't know. And you know what else? You know what else? Like okay, um, being being in like marketing and and related things, um, oftentimes whenever we're working on like ads or or concepts for ads, you know, you have to be very aware of of markets and target markets and race and and things like that and subtleties and you know you don't want to offend anybody and you you know you you want to you want to be as neutral as possible you know um for for a lot of things uh specifically like if you you know if you've got an ad and you're like uh you know you have a negative uh negative person and a positive person um more often than not, I find that uh, they make the negative person white and the positive person uh, anything but white. That's the white man's guilt right That's there. That's exactly what it is, right? You know, and you know what? And I'm not going to take issue with that. I get why that exists, why that. You know what? It's, you know? The, it's the exact same thing as the in sitcoms. They always have the man is stupid and the woman is the smart one. Like the wife is the really smart right. one. Because if you have the other way around, then you're sexist. Right. So with that said, though, you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there where you're like, well, why, why can't that guy be, you know, anything but white? Why can't that guy be black or why can't that guy be Asian? And you're like, you're right. He should be. That, let's, let's make sure that that's not a white guy. Okay, fine. That's, that's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is it working in the favor that the, that the little kid uh, on, on this who went to the bed is black? And the girl is white? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I, I saw that and I actually thought to myself, interesting choice. Huh. So they, they spare the black kid the shame by keeping him younger where you're like, okay, I can five, six, five, six, seven. I could kind of see that still being a problem. Like it's still embarrassing. Right. But it's Which, not as big of an issue. Like, but we'll spare them that. Right. But we're definitely gonna we, we have no, we but we don't care about putting a white girl who's practically ready to start dating <laughs> <laughs> in her pea-soaked diapers. Because <laughs> if they had reversed it, then I'm I guarantee you somebody would have been upset. And I, but even still, I think the white guilt in me is like looking at that, going, "So you gave like the black kid the the the, the pissing ad." You think it should have been a white kid? Uh, maybe 
I don't know. <laughs> I just looked at that and I thought to myself, like, whoever's been lobbying for 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 more, um, you know, uh, ethnicities and less white people in things probably wasn't shooting for that. Like the whole thing, like, there's not enough uh, people of color in media, right? Uh, or in, in like in sitcoms and everything. Right. And I picture some white white dude going, you know what? Fuck it. Give the black kid the... Uh, the pee pants. The piss your pants one. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's kind of messed up. Do you think there's some, like, black advocate who's, like, w- w- like shopping at what, uh, Target or wherever this is, going down the aisles, with, and they, they see this ad with a black kid, and they're like, ah, oh, scored another one. One one for us. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think that same person can make the argument either way, where if you're like, you know, here you go. We put a black kid on the uh, on the wet your uh, pants uh, ad, and then they'd be like, "Why is it gonna be a black kid? Why? What? Black people pee their pants?" And like, okay, so you get them angry there, but then you probably can't win with that same person if you just you know catch them on a different day. They go, "What? Black people can't pee their pants?" <laughs> it's a point of pride that we piss our pants. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not be on this ad as a proud black man peeing his pants? <laughs> It's like, listen, we put a small black child on there just, you know, because it can help everybody. But come on, we, we, we got a teenage girl who's pissing her pants and going out for a learner's permit. I mean, come on. We're obviously, we're obviously the shitheads here. <laughs> I'd say nobody wins in that situation. Why do they need to put a kid on the package at all? Why? So that, so that someone can say, you know where I got my start? photo credit <laughs> what about there's that's on someone's resume do you think that the kid knows what they're taking photos for you know really honestly <sighs> i mean their parent might know but their parent I, might know and their parent might be making some money would you volunteer for that i wouldn't i don't know if i would volunteer for that i don't know that i would either you are going to be the face of the pants pissers you're going to be the face for pants pissers <laughs> we're going to have our whole marketing campaign around you pissing your pants if you didn't even know, like, let's say you didn't know, and then you just, you're at the store one day with your friend, and there you are. Just grinning from ear to ear with your piss-soaked pants. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. But, you know, somebody got paid to be in that ad. I mean, maybe. Sure. Unless it was a stock photo, in which case, the, then they got paid a long time ago, and then someone got paid to use the rights, and you didn't even know you were being used in a piss ad. Oh, I would think that there'd be some kind of... No, stock photography? They could do anything. Yeah, that's terrible. There's a whole series. If you go, we use stock photos and videos for, for stuff uh, from time to time. And there's some amazing stuff in there. Why would you ever need this? Like, you know, why do you have like an office full of people and someone comes in with like a bucket on their head? Like, why do I need that? <laughs> but But there's also a handful of men and women, like usually dressed in like corporate attire, holding up like a blank sign mm-hmm. that like you just put whatever you want in there and they're just like making a reaction one way or the other. Like they're like, we're happy about whatever's not written here or we're really not happy about the thing that's written here. <laughs> and, and, and I guess I, that like Getty Images type thing. Yeah. And I think I saw somewhere like someone went in and just put like, you know, just crude drawings of dongs on all of that. <laughs> and I guess if that's a, if you're volunteering to be a stock photo, then that's the that's the risk it runs. Yeah. And you just don't give a shit. If you're a, a someone who casts or hires models for photography or, or casts commercials and stuff like that, you can't bat an eyelash about some weird stuff like that. Like, there's got to be no. people with their resumes being like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm diarrhea sufferer number four from the <laughs> Imodium AD commercial. And, like, there's people like, mm, yes, very good. I liked your work. Like, <laughs> like, you can't have a natural reaction to these things. No. Like, oh, so you were the pants, you're the female pants pisser from Good Nights. 
<laughs> oh, I see. And then, uh, oh, see, what else did you move go on to? Oh, okay, you, so you did maxi pads. All right. Like, <laughs> Natural progression. Okay, and now uh, okay. I see, so that's where you got your start. And uh, I see now that uh, you've... Uh, You've moved on. You're you're in depends. Okay. <laughs> we see we have the entire life you, cycle. You've had an entire career built upon having liquids drip from your from your crotch. <laughs> but the thing is, that, like those are for actors and models. Like those have to be points of pride that they got to do. You know. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen like the commercial. Like, like look at these commercials of stars before they were stars, and like, oh look, it's Brad Pitt hawking McDonald's French fries, and you know, like weird shit like that. Right. Right. But that's like, but like, admit, like that's one thing, like selling a product, but like admitting to some kind of medical problem. <laughs> <laughs> like when I on the third Tuesday of every month, my balls explode. <laughs> so, so I take this. <laughs> my hemorrhoids are the size of boulders. <laughs> I suffer from occasional prolapse asshole. <laughs> and when I do, I want to make sure it smells its best. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a real big point of 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 pride and celebration when you finally have enough work that you can get rid that get take, like strike those off your resume. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I, I would imagine there's a huge point of pride and until that day comes you're just saddled saddled with shame. It's like, well, I either say that I have no experience. Right. <laughs> or I say that I am the, uh, or I put on there proudly that I am the prolapsed asshole man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, that's me. Um, you know, uh, 22 layers of fungus, 22 layers of yep. different foot fungus. Sir, we're going to have to ask you to put something on besides the sandals you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir. You know, that was just a commercial, right? It, it, just, it, just, it makes us feel a little icky, sir, if you don't mind. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I'm the before guy. <laughs> I'm the before guy. <laughs> I'm the guy with the bayou that they can knock out a horse. <laughs> Advertising is definitely one of my favorite things to dissect because it's so weird. It really is. It's just it's it's fascinating. It is, and I'm sure as a, we'll, as, a as a social study. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into it again. Yeah, as long as they keep making commercials, there'll always be something stupid to talk about. Yep. Yep. And on that note, I think it's time for some life lessons learned. I I think it's definitely time for that. Yeah. What what uh, what valuable life lessons would you say you learned today, Kevin? Uh, I would definitely say that I learned that in this country we have a have a delineation between the dummies and the complete idiots. And it is because of these complete idiots in our country that that products can exist like cappuccino flavored potato chips <laughs> that in in any smart intelligence society I, like they, I, I highly doubt they have these in let's say oh Germany or or England or <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a cappuccino potato chips that is that is an American thing right there yep yeah for the complete idiots in America yep so Adam what did you learn tonight? Well, I, I learned that uh, it's it's absolutely 100% not racist uh, if you're trying to just find a nice place to settle down that uh, doesn't, you know, sell things like uh, grape-flavored cola. <laughs> you know? If you just like your grapes to be, you know, off the vine and not in a soda drink, there's nothing racist about it if you just don't want to live in an area. Possibly in a nice Shiraz. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just like the finer things in life. I'm not racist. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, well said. 
Yeah. So, if people want to email us uh, and uh, possibly complain, <laughs> uh, they can send us their thoughts to triplefriedpodcast at gmail.com. Alrighty. You take care, Kevin. You take care too, Adam, and may all of the trips through the neighborhood you go to be nice and safe. You know what I mean. Safe. You know, safe and bright. <laughs> you know, white. I mean, bright. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good one. You too, Adam. Bye bye. Mm mm, that ain't working for you, honey. <laughs>